Hey, this is Mateo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. All right, we're back. Um, Emma, we ha- we ha- we're just jumping in. So we have two very exciting yes, guests we with do. us today. And um, you guys look great, by the way. I mean, yeah. Are you guys together? Are you in the lighting. same room? We are in the yeah. same room. Okay, we're very nice. They're using oh, the we, same we technology they use in the parent trap with Lindsay Lohan to make it look <laughs> <Exactly>. like. <laughs> like I clipped the pieces together yeah. so it looked like that we're in the same room. You know what I mean? But we're like, yeah. And we definitely we quarantined first. Oh. We made sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got you, you quarantined for two weeks to make yeah, sure that you're this, ready for this before podcast. This, yeah. Before this. <laughs> yeah. So our, our guests today are Julie Goldman and Brandy Howard, who co-host Dumbgate Politics, where they recap politics like the reality show that it is, and they were also the stars of the People's Couch and hosted so many other things too, but co-hosted the, the after show for Vanderpump Rules and wrote for Joan Rivers. Just just tons of stuff. Thank you. Wow, guys for being we here. sound good. <laughs> yeah, it sounds better than what? A, who wrote that? God. Wrote we, for Joan we Rivers. We have had an illustrious career. Illustrious. Favorite comic of all time. So to oh. me, it's, like, it's a huge deal. Oh, well, that was. was that was for sure. I mean, a highlight. You know, for me too. I was. You know, she was, and amazing. she was amazing. She was amazing. She, if I may, regale, yes. please, please. please. Um, Joan loved nothing more than to laugh at Holocaust jokes. Really? Well, so- that's what we would go to when it wasn't working. We're talking about Nicki right. Minaj's fucking pants. And right. be like, Julie, do a Holocaust joke. Plus, a lot of times people would forget that she couldn't hear that well. Yeah. In the uh, meetings because she looked 25 years younger than she actually was. I mean, you know, it's like you right, forget. Right. She was actually, yeah, you know. Yeah. So I'd be like, I don't think she can hear. She had a Starbucks mug, allegedly, I assume. Sure. Oh, she did. They even showed her, of her like pouring wine into her Starbucks okay. cup. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we said we were there. We yeah. were there for it. In per- I mean, she was she was everything. She so was when everything. she's buzzed and can't hear oh. across the room, it's like Julie's yeah. suddenly doing Holocaust jokes. <laughs> I'm like the ovens, right, John? <laughs> the ovens. I mean, and there was yeah. she just she, she loved just it. loved it. She loved nothing. She ovens, j- jeweler, the jewelry, yeah, the trains. Yeah. She just she loved it. And uh-uh. listen, I'm happy to oblige with a good Holocaust. You love it too. I live. <laughs> I live. If I can't talk about the Holocaust at least once a week, it's not a good week. Did you talk about it growing up, or did is that something you started to think it was funny, like as you? Mature. Yeah, right out the womb. Twelve million <laughs> people <laughs> dead. Um, you know, growing up Jewish and Hebrew school, it was just one of those things that's just you're inundated with it. You're sure. inundated with it. So and I'm then, sure she started making fun of it when she realized she's like, Don't we have one person I can collect? <laughs> and she probably thought, should I start either lying and pretending I know. that your, your great grandparents? Exactly. It was like we had our great grandmother <laughs> who fled <laughs> the war. <laughs> we belong too. We belong too. We're victims too. But we didn't. So, you know, it just was never like that. But we but I found Mel Brooks at a young age and he made it all okay. Okay, it was Holocaust. I my parents let us watch. I mean, me and all my cousins and brothers and sisters that we would watch Blazing Saddles. Oh yeah, as a kid. yes. And, and as a young gay, I was just sort of drawn to Madeline Kahn. I mean, right. I just, I just thought she was good. I, I did, oh my god! But I didn't understand 
any of the jokes. And then you watch as an adult. One, it's hysterical. And two, I'm like, what were my parents doing? Letting me watch Blazing Saddles. It's like a, a seven-year-old thinking, what's that mean? Like, I just didn't understand any of the joke. Yeah. Did your parents let you watch anything? Not, I mean, like, yeah. my parents, I could watch any... Uh, <laughs> They were, there was no, like, is that rated R? I don't even know if they knew what any of that meant. They were just like, good luck I mean, to you, don't lie. Like, you know, they weren't like, oh, here's anal fever, yeah. enjoy. But, you know, I mean. <laughs> oh my God, that was a, that was a family function. Yeah, I found that on fever. my own. <laughs> but I wasn't, no, my parents were not helicopter parents. They were very much like, you know, we have whatever, that's fine. Did they tell you you could only watch an hour? Because my mom was always like, you get one hour of TV. So then we'd always find ways to like, but oh, but then my dad let me watch whatever I wanted. So when they got divorced, that's what kicked it over. So I lived, stayed at his house for the TV. Oh, and then you watched whatever you wanted. Then I could watch what, there was no rules, whatever I wanted and as much of it I want. Did you guys have like limits on the amount you could watch? We didn't have limits. I mean, we didn't. Oh boy. We, they just didn't care. Yeah, our parents but, weren't caring. But they didn't, but we, we were, we were <laughs> sheltered though. We were sheltered for sure, but they didn't care. It was a weird dichotomy. It was like, you're, they were controlling. Oh my God. But they weren't um, worried about, they weren't worried about it. Yeah. How you were. No, you guys watched Jerry no. Springer when you were little. Cause I kind of yes. remember. Yeah. I remember Sally, like, yeah. Jerry, Maury, yeah. Benny Jones, yeah. Ricky Lake, Phil, you any name of it. it. I loved it. All oh, of it. Yeah. All any, of it. Any talk show, any talk show, yep. all of it. Ricky, I mean, we just pulled for yeah, our, yeah. our podcast, Ricky Lake's theme music yes. yesterday, last night. <laughs> yeah. How we does your like, theme music go? It's uh, just like a, like a music. You know it in your heart when I you bet I would it. recommend uh, it. Yeah. I couldn't We even... laid Nicki Minaj, like screaming about Cardi B, Cardi B screaming about, um, talking shit till the day she dies over <laughs> the Ricky Lake music. It's yeah. just those types of talk shows. They were so fascinating. I don't think any of them could ever quite make a comeback because the internet's filled that void. I mean, if right. you wanted to watch something crazy and outlandish, you right. have to watch, you know, I remember, I remember Jenny Jones. I mean, obviously she had a whole, like the murder and the, the cancellation oh. of the show. But I mean. <laughs> that oh. whole thing. Oh. I remember like 12 year old girls who were like, whatever, I'll do what I want. I'll sell my body. I'm a stripper. Yeah. And like, and can you. Wait, what, what was the murder? What was the murder on the Jenny Jones show? Was was the, the, the oh my God. Was it the gate? I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Please. I'll tell you. Yes. And by the way, there's a really good documentary on Netflix called like media something, whatever. And they do the whole thing. So yes, I read about the, uh, I read the summary for it. Basically. <laughs> and this is, and, and, and here's what will never happen now either. Cause people just don't care about this. It's like, th this was the theme of a million different talk shows. Jenny Jones. I don't know if she was the first, I don't know what it was, but they fucking cornered the market. So mm. they go, she's like, Someone has a crush on you, and it could be a male, and it could be a female. And everyone's uh -oh. like, what? So then <laughs> they're like, this is crazy. So this guy, a gay guy, says he has a crush on his guy friend. They who's straight? Who's straight. Okay. They get the straight oh, wow. guy friend to come on with their other friend who's a straight woman. Okay. And then they're like, who could it be? Is it your gay guy friend? Or is it your lady? And he's like, I don't know, is it you, Mary? And she's like, no, it's him. And then he's like, mm, I love you. And then they <laughs> seem to be okay. Yeah, they play. He played it off. He plays he it off. Apparently that night they all go out. The gay guy and the uh, that guy allegedly have a kiss. Okay. 
And then the next day, the guy goes to his house and shoots him and he kills him. The gay guy kills the straight guy. The straight the guy, straight kills, guy, the guy. kills the nah, gay guy. Emma, of course. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a great one. Maybe, maybe, upset. maybe, maybe it didn't <laughs> go the way he thought. He was like, I wasted my one crush outing on his fucking ass. And then he terrible asked. kisser. That's where it goes <laughs> yeah, now. The gay person kills the straight person. Yeah, that exactly. Dick. But the, 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 the like big tease. The, the exa- that's right. That's right. That's another good show. The biggest sort of takeaway or whatever from it, the show got canceled and all that stuff. But that was the first time that we publicly all heard about the gay panic defense. And uh, it was he I think he I, mean, I now that's what I can't remember if he got off. I thought he got did get off from it, but I'm not sure. I think that he did Jenny did. Jones have to show up in court. Yes. Did she bring her and microphone her and cue cards and just sort of stand yeah. there in court and <laughs> well, ask questions? To- yeah. <laughs> She's also one of those people you watch clips of that show. And I think this woman has the heat of a week old BM. Like how right. did she manage to <laughs> totally. get a television show? Like I can watch totally. Don, even Sally. I could watch and be like, all right, she had the glasses. But Jenny Jones is yeah. like some white woman from the middle of the Midwest who probably goes to Crate and Barrel once a month and boom, <laughs> they give her a TV show. I mean, it was why? Yeah, I don't know. And how. she's completely gone now, right? She's completely gone. However, after mm-hmm. the show, she did, and I think I don't know how many years ago it was, she did try and do a little cooking show online. I highly oh. suggest you look for it. <laughs> Here's how to cook, by the way, someone was murdered on my show. Okay, back to chicken cutlets. Like yeah. what? Here's how to cook through the gay panic defense. <laughs> yes, I mean I didn't know that that was called the gay panic defense. Because usually if, yeah. if I hear gay panic defense. That's just like any gay person working at Starbucks. Yeah, it sounds like a song. Like a <laughs> Yeah, like gay panic. Just like, well, or that's right. what you're wearing or whatever. Right, right, right. But <laughs> like, it was a real thing. They really used it and they used it more than one. I mean, they used it a lot. That was like, was like, the idea is like, I, you, by you putting this gayness on me, it's putting me into a mental state I never would have been in anyway. Yes. So then it keeps me an out for committing the crime. Meanwhile, that's on my too. grinder profile. <laughs> <laughs> or every or woman like who's you, ever lived a life. Think you're a boy. Yeah. You, oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. So you then, if that. I so let's right. say you did that old chestnut of yeah. I tricked you, you know, you thought I was a man, and then you found out. I'm a man, and right. then, oh no, your whole life. Your pussy freaked me out. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Come on. So it was a real, 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 and they probably still will use it today because it's a real, true legal defense that's it's called uh, whoops i found out i'm gay and i had to kill someone else <laughs> right can, yeah. you imagine, can you imagine if every woman on the planet used what man to panic <laughs> at a bar oh like <laughs> he, he hit on me oh like every man would be in jail i mean it's just it's the dumbest thing you've ever fucking heard of it's I felt gay panic. I remember, well, total, this is like a really bad segue, but I remember the first time I kissed a girl, I was so, I freaked out so much. She tried but to call my Jenny house. Jones and killed. <laughs> Not quite. She killed Jenny no, I didn't have access. I didn't, I didn't have that. But I remember, I remember like she called and left a message on the answering machine. And I like, like, like took the answering machine, which is pretty gay, man. I like, ripped it out of the wall. and was like, I don't know why this girl's calling the house. And, and then I went to Walmart and I bought a basketball hoop. I've never played basketball my entire life. Still didn't. But that was like, I freaked out so much that. You I were can't. like, I better get butch now. <laughs> yeah, I better. <laughs> I thought I'm going to play some basketball. <laughs> just I'm going to no, buy a drill set. I didn't buy the right ball. I'm just use a football. Julia, go yes. I had this. I was used to date this woman like years ago. I couldn't. It didn't end well. But 
she was she introduced me to your comedy and oh. we used to repeat the line about your I don't want to botch it but it was the line about the soup I just had soup and we used to like it was like that was how I first like um wow. came across your comedy and then she showed me clips of you from the big gay sketch code this is like and I just and I really like that was like probably one of the first comedy things I really remember seeing well thank you that yeah thank, nice. you. thank you so, so funny <laughs> yeah thank you so funny Thank I, you. I remember, I think the Ugh. Big Gay Sketch was probably what, 2008 era? 2007? Yes. Yes. Kind of, that is I, correct. It's, I know for like the, for the young gays listening, <laughs> um, there just was no, like I talk about this with Emma a lot, but there was no, young, young queer people do not understand. There were no queer people on TV and there were no, right ways of finding anything about your culture, your history, your people, nothing. You had to seek it for yourself. And so I remember I lived in Chicago and I went to this bar called Sidetrack. And <laughs> at Sidetrack, it's a video bar. So like every room's got like different videos and stuff. And they would play clips from the big gay sketch show. Oh, wow. And that's how I was introduced to it because oh. I, I didn't have logo. There wasn't like really YouTube. Maybe there was YouTube. I don't, there just wasn't the access. And I could remember seeing that show thinking like like something sparked to me like oh we can do that too fun fact about logo um <laughs> they <laughs> they decided after their first year that they didn't want to be gay anymore and they for one um, year yeah or maybe Man, it was fuck two. those guys they went it back was, in the closet fuck yes. those guys i yes. i remember having some general meeting over there i'm just getting deja vu of it now yeah never i'm not going to never mind yes no i don't i'm i'm happy to to burn the bridge do they still exist like, I think I they do. Good question. Oh, that's right. really, you well, answered the wrong them. question. Big fan. That question. <laughs> right. I just, I was going to say, I did, I did a bunch of stuff on Logo. It, it was fine, but I'm, I've not heard this, so I would like to hear what this story yes, This is Julie Goldman speaking, and I'm happy to give the, I, it was one of the, the biggest wake-up calls I think I had as far as the business goes, and really realizing that, you know, people really just won't um, stand up and 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 be courageous in what they're doing it's like you don't see that in any other channel the women's channel the or bet or whatever they don't go oh god we just we're too right. female heavy or we're just doing too many shows for black people or whatever it is it's like they stood by it they did it they knew the audience would come and logo didn't do it and i will go to and my they grade didn't hire andy cohen which even shows at the very beginning of starting really? logo, they had Andy Cohen. They didn't hire him. Andy Cohen goes off and obviously completely leaned in. Yes, sure. very obviously hired Julie. We were on. We worked on Bravo a ton, and like they're completely women heavy, women of a certain age yes. even, and yeah. never mm. ever went back and were like, you know, what? we just need millennials, and right. we, need we just shouldn't have women who are fifty as housewives or whatever. Like. The Bravo, regardless of if you like it or if you don't or whatever, they are like the beacon of we're standing by what we're doing. The sure. audience will come to us. We don't need, you know. And they had a, did have a lot of LGBTQ, I, I thought, on Bravo. Mm. They did. Yeah. And they did have. And they just were constantly trying to mine and what, however exploitative it is, it all is, you know, at least it's there. And, sure. and we always said... Like, especially with women of that certain age, it's like, at least they're fucking there. Totally. And they're not being, they're not apologizing. Yeah. And they're right. wasted on Chardonnay and falling into bushes and like <laughs> having anal sex and like vineyards and stuff. But 
still in vineyards. Anal sex <laughs> in vineyards. Where else do you have anal? I mean, have to. That's yeah, have that's have it for in a sure what they're doing. I, I wish anal too. sex in vineyards. <laughs> I think you have to remember too, like we have to re- we have to sort of harp back onto like what was the time, and what was the audience necessarily just as homophobic? I think I remember a lot of internalized homophobia when I was younger. I was afraid to see myself I was afraid to see other gay people because mm-hmm. it was just so instilled that you're mm-hmm. a faggot and a cocksucker and you know this is wrong and religion tells you politics tell you neighbors tell you school kids tell you so you know getting any kind of channel that's queer friendly probably was there was it was just next to impossible I would say the only benefit was that they got RuPaul's Drag Race off the ground and look what happened there right. And, and then VH1 took it. And then VH1. Exactly right. Exactly <laughs> they right. They were like, oh, that's good. We'll take this here. Yeah. 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 It, it was, <laughs> and, and you're right. It was completely, there was it, not just internalized homophobia, it was the audience. It was the advertisers. Because at that same time, Bad sure. Girls Club, which oh. I'm quite sure you guys oh don't my know. Oh my God. That. No, I do. Do I you do think remember I that? gay yeah. yesterday? <laughs> of course I know that. Yeah. <laughs> I loved um, Tanisha on that. Oh, yeah. Well, Pop Pop yeah. on. Pop yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that so remix. We, we lived and died for Bad Girls Club from minute one. Minute we were all <laughs> there. <laughs> and we were like met with Oxygen. And we, we worked on a show on Oxygen later. And it was like, we learned a lot about Bad Girls Club and how it, yeah. it might have been successful with audiences, but advertisers wouldn't touch it with a 10 foot. Really? Ball. The only commercials ever on were like stripper workouts that we probably ended up ordering. Like, we're like, okay. <laughs> like, you know what? Working out on the pole is for me. It's just for me. It's for me and my body. I don't need to show off for anyone but myself. And yeah. it was like on a the chair, you'd have like a chair turned around. Like, and oh, like, yeah. I am powerful. Mm-hmm. And they wouldn't, they wouldn't, they were trying to do anything they could to find any other show, but bad girls club and yeah. now oxygen is completely yep. true crime. But yep. it just showed it was, that's what it reminded me of logo at that same time. It was like, we don't want bad girls club and we don't want bad gays club. And we're, we're, they just and this was even it. though yeah. bad girls club was getting good ratings. Yeah. And they people still had huge advertisers to, and so it, it was kind of like anything on logo that was successful, probably even RuPaul. They had to take it to right. Well, they had, and, get right. and even before Big Gay Sketch Show, there was that show called Noah's Ark. Oh yes, my God, I, I love Noah's Ark. I love that show. They were so <laughs> I used to watch it every day after volleyball. I was on a game volleyball <laughs> game. We were named Ursula's Bitches. We lost every game. That but, is um, <laughs> We would come hungover and whatever. But um, that's we, a show. <laughs> we would literally watch Noah's Ark after every practice. We'd go to a diner, eat food, and go watch Noah's Ark. Love that show. Yeah. <laughs> that show had something was something literally like logo's biggest um audience that they ever had was noah's ark and Mm. it never ever waned it was always it got bigger and bigger and because of cancel noah's ark and that and that just is sort of like wow god like that was the first now that's grand that show is no one had ever seen gay black men i mean that was was mind-blowing for people totally totally and they just were like we're afraid of advertisers and just killed it i just i remember what i remember watching that i remember watching that show then 15 years later all those advertisers like we've always loved our queer (laughs) of course of course meanwhile they're stepping on the grave of noah's ark i'm like (laughs) um yeah how did you guys how did you guys meet you two um when Julie was on Big A Sketch Show, um, Rosie O'Donnell was a 
um, like executive producer of that show. And she God, we a- have so much to talk about. Okay, <laughs> she, had cruise, she had a cruise line at that the time. Rosie or- Cruz. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I used to Rosie love and Rosie O'Donnell. Cruise, I think is what <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah, everyone, everyone like, like Rosie. She's just like, I mean, she's just everyone's childhood thing. Yeah, you know? yeah, I loved her. I actually, yeah. I met her one time at some like it was like an outdoor show for Gay Pride, but it was like the shit time slot. It was at like. 3 p.m. I was doing like a pre-show, pre-show warm-up. And obviously it was a total shit show. You were selling orange juice. That much. It was, I was outside. I was checking people in. Yeah, yeah. But for some reason, Rosie O'Donnell was there early. And then afterwards we were like sitting in the same section. And I remember she looked at me and she went, how much you get paid for that? And I was like, oh, uh, nothing. Like 25 yeah. bucks. And she was like, oof. And I was like, yeah. And then she was like, ah. And then we just kind of did that. And then yeah. someone came over and wanted to take a picture with her. And I was like, I just, oh, that was our, that was our big exchange. And then I, I saw her walking it. around once and I had nodded at her. That Rosie <laughs> yeah. show. It was so good. Uh, I, big fan. And her her, so her early stand-up too. Oh, just like, yeah. wow. Was yeah. I obsessed with it? Yeah. Yep. Oh, Fantastic. Yeah. So you so, guys met doing that. Well, my, I had a, um, a good friend that was on big A sketch show who um, I hate now. <laughs> Um, and, but yeah, I went with her looking up the cast. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's not Kate McKinnon. So I'll say that (laughs) on biggest sketch. Okay. Every time I say that, and I've said that a million times, um, people always assume it's Kate for some reason. Oh Um, my God. You, you never hear people openly talk about a friend that they used to hate. Like I never do. Hey, look, you. You know, breaking down walls. I don't owe anybody shit. It's like, Amen. we all keep everyone's dirty secrets. Why? They're never going to fucking hire us. Sure. Ever. <laughs> you and know? people talk enough shit behind closed doors that it would get back to anybody anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. We just got to stand by her. We just got to stand by it. You got to be like, bravo, yeah. stand by it. <laughs> that's right. right. Yeah. That's right. We do need to stand by it. So she took me on that cruise and we met. Julie did stand up. and. Um, we met, we started writing together. That's awesome. That was like over, over 10 years ago. Yeah. <sighs> we have written an illustrious amount. Pilots, features. Good for you. Maybe you've heard of them. Yeah. You haven't. <laughs> right. Um, we thought we were going to hit some <laughs> sweet spot of like writing, you know, very broad um, romantic comedies, like any big cheesy romantic comedy where like the person gets arrested at the wedding at the end, that type of shit. <laughs> I but love just that with, shit. with two with gay people, whether right. it's, you know, get two gay guys or two gay girls. And, right. and there's no coming out story. There's right. no angst. There's right. just there's the, no the, the, the angst mm. of the no, um, angst, no AIDS. Yeah. No angst, of no the romantic. Well, there's your problem, ladies. We got to get some angst. We got to <laughs> get some it. AIDS. That's true. You well, then we were told. Things? That's, that's true. Right. Well, we were then told when we tried it, we were shopping things around where we they were like, that's right. There is no angst. There's not enough sex. There's not enough nudity. And it's like, of course, with gay shit, there has to be. So we ended right. up writing like, um, if we weren't like going down on each other in the thing, you know what I mean? It right. had to be, you had to have right. some sexual, <laughs> and then you think like, well, romantic comedy, what Tom Hanks movie has right. a scene where he's getting blown in a car? It isn't Whoa, happening. Philadelphia. I think okay. that, no. <laughs> exactly. With AIDS and angst. Definitely had exactly. AIDS and angst. I think, no, I get it because first of all, when I remember being, I, I, I'm talking like I'm in my early hundreds, but really <laughs> when I was like my early twenties, my friends and I would try and find any gay thing to watch. And it was those move. There was that series of gay movies called, was it coming out? No whole, what you guys, whole? no, no, whole no. sounds right. Whole, 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 one, one, two, like it really brought whole back whole. 
<laughs> it was there was a series of game movies we've all seen them sure that have. was uh, <laughs> the whole series what are you what, what are some about? gay movies hmm. from like 2008 era Julie and there was like Friday. the same same cast um, eating me. out eating out thank you land eating never out heard of it oh, i was not okay uh, whole coming out it was there was a series <laughs> called eating out and they did like it was almost like national lampoons whatever so it was like sort of the same cast and different scenarios but and, and the budget was like Nothing. you know duct tape and like a prayer yeah, but i never heard of it and and, and it was all heard of it like, obligatory gay sex scenes and really bad acting, but it was the only thing we had. So we would watch right. it and kind of laugh at it. And Right. Yeah. I mean, you watch what's there or whatever. And I know that when we, we tried to change it. And then when they told us that we had to add sex or whatever, we tried that too. Mm. And we put it, we put it, made a zombie movie that had like, wow. And we wrote like a gratuitous horror <laughs> film where everyone on an island, it's called gay baby army. <laughs> everyone on an island who, um, if you've had any kind of heterosexual sex, they you turn to a zombie. So the only people left on oh, the island that's... were the children and the gay people. Who I like still that. Alive. That's really so funny. Like gay people and kids it running around like Mateo. Julie's like <laughs> chopping dicks off and shoving them up people's asses and in their it's mouths. Like, this is for AIDS. There's I mean, no. everywhere. It was pretty fun writing. Like it was fun writing. It. Tons of sex and well, it was because of the, the, the people in control generally. Straight. Don't know how to view gay people besides angst, AIDS, and tragedy. Because when we AIDS forced people out, and then all these coming out, it was they box us into this like, well, you're always about trauma. And so when you try to explain, well, yes, there's a lot of sex, and yes, that this is something the HIV. You know, but we're also so we're just normal. You know, we can <laughs> yeah, have normal, same normal right? problem. <laughs> they can't like they're like, but but I oh. but wait, what if you're normal then? Well, who are we going to scapegoat then? Right. right. What are we going to teach children? Who's going to be the funny friends? Right. I mean, things are changing, obviously. It's not, you know, things are better. But, you know, I yeah. think you guys did a, were working on something with a woman named Siobhan Bachman. Did you guys do a gay, it was a gay sitcom that you were working on. She definitely mentioned your name, uh, Julie. Oh, I did. I did. It was yeah. a pilot. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. It was a pilot. Um, she's a friend of like, but she's Canada. mentioned, she's told me it a bunch of, she's, it's yes. cute to bring it sometimes she'll just kind of bring it up. I think as a way to be like, there's like gay things around. Like she said, yeah. one time I did a pilot. It was all lesbians. I'm like, that's cool. And then she'll, <laughs> it was cute. a long name. It was like a long name or whatever, but yes, that's, that's right. ABC, and that was for ABC. For ABC they, tried it. Yep. they tried it. They tried it. Yep. And that, you know, that was an all, all positive experience, you know? Things we, uh, what can you do? You just keep going. You what keep you moving do? forward. You keep just yep. living and working and trying, and that's all you can do. Yeah, you know, totally. We're, did you do stand up ever, Brandy? I was reading that you did acting in over fifty national commercials, which is an <laughs> accomplishment because those. I mean, it's hard to get a commercial. Yeah, that's my sweet spot. I like to just like um do modeling and not like a lot of lines i want to start doing lines. modeling oh, how much lines is it <laughs> how do you get into modeling the line is hello i can't do this right. you're gonna have to call my agent yeah is, i'm just like how many times am i gonna have to do the lines oh. is modeling um, like modeling it's like the type of thing you got to get asked right well i mean you have to start that young i'm i um just now like to do old people modeling, but with moving <laughs> pictures where I'm just, moving pictures I'm, just, I'm glancing off into while I'm driving 
in the mm. audition. That's all I have to do. Just pretend you're driving. Then I'm like, is this awkward? Does this look good? How should I have my hands? And then I just go. I feel like the life, like if you look at like a lot of models life, like it could start with runway, Vogue, Gucci. And then in about five years, you're just on every blank picture frame at Michael's Arts and Crafts. Right. And then 10 years after that, you're modeling diapers, even though you're 32. And it's like, God, <laughs> right. modeling is a rough. And you know what? I did get a fucking pet. I knew I had the trifecta when I got, not depends. What's the other one? It's um, poise. Poise. Okay. <laughs> With Brooke. Burke or Burns? The, Bird, the one, Brooke, Tom, Burke. Tom? Burke. Tom? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So back to you, Tom. Yeah. Burke, Burke. So <laughs> she's there. We're like <laughs> fucking, we're like, um, whatever, casino late. What are ladies in Vegas that like, like of a course, showgirl? Like a basically a stripper hooker. A showgirl. With Brooke Burns there. Burke. 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 Mm-hmm. And it's like laughing or someone sneezes. <laughs> so it had to be one, you're the hooker who sneezes. And then one, you have to be a side hooker who sees the hooker sneeze. And either way, she p- pees her <laughs> tights or whatever fuck a little. And then it's like, oh, and then Brooke Burke wants to be like, if there's nothing to be ashamed, wear poise under your Jesus I've been screen. dancing yeah. a long time. Where after you wow. stretch your leg so much, a Vegas showgirl coming yeah. down in the G string, and under the G string is just a diaper. And I mean, just, now you yep. can be confident. confident. Be yourself sneeze while you're doing your show. You sneeze, and this little yeah. pee comes out, and it's fine. Oh, it is I mean. fine. And that same year, I did Viagra to go. Work. Wow, um, you better individual work. tablets that you take to go. When you're the hooker with your, that's what models do. You've seen they that find commercial. a rich husband. That's what you're supposed to do. That's the trajectory. Was, isn't right. are, isn't all Viagra Viagra to go? Like, isn't Viagra pretty small and portable anyway? Or is this like extra well, portable? They, Apparently well, when what you, we learned. Yeah, when you don't want that prescription bottle looming and lurking around. Oh. <laughs> looming and lurking around. In the middle of the night, you see it popping up in the corner. Yeah. You hear its footsteps in the cr- <laughs> <laughs> it's you embarrassing. Through, I don't want to yeah. embarrass Rick. What about going through, when we go to Cabo? Yeah, or and you go through the airport. All these men God, commercials really deck won't get hard. It, it, is, it is about protecting the ego of the man. It's like a woman trying to make sure that his ego is still struck. God, we're oh, I mean, sick, the, stupid society. My, the, the the audition thing said <laughs> it was like they preferred a blonde. I used to be blonde, but not during this time. They preferred a blonde. It was okay to have a thick accent. I was like, wow, why not just say you're looking for an Eastern European yeah, right. hooker whore? <laughs> I just got to the country and right. my husband, who I met, told me it's time to go to Mexico. So I gave him some. They should have had you audition. Oh, yes, that would, I be, wish. That would yes. be a good commercial. If they had like a masculine presenting woman, it's like, I oh. can get He'll get. He'll still get hard looking at me. <laughs> fucking pill, and then people be like, "Whoa, shit, Imagine what'll happen. That, imagine what'll be with your. Yeah, your well, he can I, get hard even through looking at me. Right? It's amazing. Yeah. By the true. way, not met husband yet, yeah. but looking <laughs> forward. Yet. I I, <laughs> I I just want everyone to know that this is where I'm at in my career. If anybody offered me a diaper commercial, I would say wins a good time. Of course. I mean, I am. Of course, absolutely. I will post on Instagram. I will oh, yeah. piss my own pants. I don't give a shit. Oh, li- oh li- I was Lisa right Renner. there, like pissed off. I didn't get the call back. I was like, <laughs> no pun intended. Are you kidding? Yeah. Like how dare Brooke Burke? I know all of it. Did like, you have to simulate peeing yourself? No, you just. I think he sneezed. No, what you're like? <laughs> yeah, kind of. You got to know. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Miss, right. uh, please uh, sneeze and then just piss. <laughs> because you have to have that. <laughs> just piss realization of like oh i don't want people to see that i peed so it's like right yes i'm not gonna say it hasn't happened to me in the last week i actually <laughs> i can't remember if i laughed 
Just a little and bit. Just like a little came we were out. backstage yeah. at a showgirls yeah. concert. And then yeah. there I was and- getting ready to go on. And <laughs> someone told a joke. An off-color joke, <laughs> and so I laughed. I mean, yeah. I'd like to know the art. The art director's sort of like, okay, and then where does Brooke come into this? Like, is <laughs> is Brooke just backstage holding a box of Depends, waiting for a woman to sneeze to run up to? Like, what is going on? She's letting them yeah. know in the 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 secret, the way the tricks of the trade. Yeah, because she was on Dancing with the Stars at that point, so maybe she, she was, was giving, pissing herself over the goddamn floor. <laughs> yeah. <apparently>. yeah. <laughs> Commercials are a well. I used to I so my job before stand up was I used to be a storyboard artist for TV commercials, and my entire mm-hmm. job was illustrating. I would get the that was the very first process of a commercial is you have a phone call with the art director and the advertisers, and here's the you know Seven Up and Lexus and all that, and the directions are just as offensive from that <laughs> end as they are to the actors mm. because you'd get these usually like a young gay like trying to make it in his business calling you i did uh, the whole dsw fall and spring campaign and i remember for that one he said something stupid i was like well, what is what's the color palette we should use for this and he goes paris I was like, that's a city. And then another one <laughs> was like men tap dancing. And he literally called me and said, whatever you do, do not make this look like a bunch of faggots mincing around in the rain. Wow. I was like, okay, I oh. guess I'll just have them all holding footballs. Like they're <laughs> men tap dancing in the rain. They're wow. faggots. Hugh like, I don't Grant, know. okay. I mean, Hugh, <laughs> Hugh Jackman, oh, your Hugh boyfriend. Jackman. Oh. Yeah. And Hugh Grant. Yeah, you can't <laughs> not look gay. I'm sorry. You can't. Not when you're tap dancing in yeah, the rain. Yeah, Hugh Jackman can not take all the steroids he wants. <laughs> the minute he puts those tap shoes on and starts going, it's like, okay, guy. Oh, I mean, the he went from up. Wolverine yeah. onto what the, the Mr. Showman or whatever. is like, God damn. Yeah. Is it range or is Wolverine just like gay also? You know what I mean? It's like Wolverine. I didn't get that from Wolverine gay. at all. That's true. You didn't think he was gay? You thought he was hot and straight or what? Well, I, don't know. I didn't like think he was hot. If I, well, if I was going to have a guy that I think was so hot, it would be, or that I think is like a, such a handsome man. I love, um, uh, George Clooney, Tay Diggs. Oh, I love Tay Diggs. Mm-hmm. Love George, uh, George Clooney. Um, mm-hmm. wait, wait, the, and then the big hunk Channing Tatum. Oh, he's, Channing, so he's, good. he's good. I love he's him. Good. And he's Jude good. Law. I love him. He's good. Those are all yeah. good. Yeah. I don't think that I would say Appreciate. I don't think Hugh Jackman is gay. I'm just saying that because we have to. But um, <laughs> I would say that he he. I mean, he's definitely. Yeah, I don't know. Him, I mean, him being he, gay allegedly gay, is a he, selling point for me. And when him and Zac Efron are in that door. Oh, I love Zac Efron. No, that's love. my one. That's my one. Actually, <laughs> don't I take fuck him, those other mine. guys. I love him. I think he's so pretty. I lo- and I yeah, love him on interviews. I, love, I wanted him and Hugh Jackman to hook up in the movie. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Mine's yes, Rafael yes. Nadal. I love Who? Rafael. My number one is. is Rafael Nadal. That Rafael Nadal, that tennis that player. He's like a Spanish uh, or Portuguese tennis yeah. player. I would love huge ass. Uh, I would love to watch um, uh, Zach Efron and Hugh Jackman have sex. Who do you? Oh think God, that'd be awesome. Emma, Emma likes gay. I like porn. gay guy she, porn. She Everyone does. Right. I think everyone yeah. does, and or they don't know they do. Yeah. That's hot for sure. You think? Yeah, I think it's 100 percent. Yeah, because you never, ever once for one second have to feel like anyone's being coerced, cajoled, forced. Yes. No one's heard it. No one's. I mean, granted, they still might be drug addicts, but they're not getting raped as much or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And they can do power play, but it does. It's a little bit different. You don't feel so. I'm so sick of. 
good watching yeah. porn though like now when i watch porn i'm just like because i've just watched so much oh porn. i watch porn with the enthusiasm that i have when i have to buy bread i'm like this I well, can't. I'm just, <laughs> I just yeah. it's depressing you have it. to take a like long break i but have what to. about tom hardy does anyone I was gonna care say, about oh. this bitch she idolizes oh, wolverine so but tom <laughs> hardy is her help she wants tom hardy like Those she loves well to be those old MySpace photos of him showing off his oh, ass. I am so. Yeah, he's a, so. Oh he's, yeah, he's cute. He's gay too. And he's Mario Lopez. I think is hot as fuck. Oh, Mario I, Lopez. I think mm-hmm. I've he used to wear those singlets on Saved by the Bell, and I like didn't know what to do with myself because <laughs> I just watched X Men. Right, the cartoon oh, sure. show pretending to be Storm, which is so gay in and of itself. And then came Saved mm. by the Bell, and he's running around in a singlet. And I'm like, and Tom Hardy's very oh, those lips. Oh, yeah, yeah, I had to look, look him up. up. I wasn't sure. That's cute. That's like Julie's love. She like loves Tom Hardy. Which I is love cute. Tom. Hardy. And also Tom, those MySpace pictures weren't those like they recently. Were gay. Those were on oh, Gay wow. Street. Um, yeah. They were right? certainly. I thought he put it on Grinder. I don't, I mean, I don't know, but they look like grinder pictures. I don't even know if he admits to them being his, but he has him, at right? least he's- his, his charm is that he's admitted to um, not, not being gay mm-hmm. or not or be, being bisexual. And then he gets, he gets pissy because he constantly gets asked about it. Right. But huh. he has at one time been like, yeah, I mean, I don't, he's like, whatever. Yeah. Like I'm not, not gay. You know Which was I mean? my answer yes. about being straight when I worked at Michael's. But um, <laughs> as a, oh, Tyler, our intern, says he does. He said in an interview that he loves his MySpace photos. Oh, so they did. So, wow. I mean, he's trade. I mean, that is hot. You guys have a fucking he's intern? He's the best. Tyler Mead is the Hello. best. He's been with us forever. Say hi, Tyler. Hey, hi, Tyler. I wonder if we've met Tyler. We don't have I know. an intern. I know. We love land. <laughs> we throw land on that list of... Sexy guys that might be gay. Yeah, might be gay. What was doing? What was doing? Um, comedy like when you started in Boston? At it, the, the I think it was Wikipedia said the first time you did it was at fifteen, Julie. Oh, I started true. To wait at true. Dick Doherty's, but the comedy connection. I think <laughs> I never. I think I went. I don't remember. But so you did it, and but fifteen. That's such a baby. Especially yeah. baby. Yeah, I was a I was a young young dude. That's hard to do. I do anything. <laughs> um, you know, when you have no sense of self yeah. or sense of anything, you can do anything. So or I, when you go, when a successful comic comes to your right. so, Jewish church, <laughs> basically that's true. <laughs> Tony V and Mike Bent, boy oh. scientist. Came to our temple, Boston legend. <laughs> yes. Tony V is a Boston legend. Yes, he's, he's. I don't know what his deal is or what his story is, but every there's all these kings of Boston, right? Yep. And I remember being like, they're because they're all kind of self proclaimed, but Tony V is I, probably the actual king of Boston. So this is like Boston comedy royalty, right? And it was you know during the their height, which I guess would have been the eighties. Mm-hmm. Um, Boston was the was the crown jewel of comedy for whatever yep. reason who knows why so okay whatever he ends up coming to our temple to do stand-up i'm which i uh, love that they paid him to come do stand-up yeah. i think they're already at the best temple in town <laughs> yeah, totally. Brad. i don't and i couldn't even tell you who even i don't even so like who did funny. that like a know, church like a church being like let's have someone stand-up coming two in. grown men <laughs> doing stand-up for these kids at temple Amuna, and he's so, not clean. He's not like a clean. This is not a clean comic per se. And, and I, I don't think I could, he's Jewish. 
No, no, neither of them. And the only, the only thing I remember him, I couldn't tell you one thing they said, except I remember the one thing he did say that for whatever reason stuck with me is that he had a dream, something about he had a dream. And he's like, I don't know why it is that my dreams aren't as good as Martin Luther King Jr.'s dreams. His dreams are amazing. And I dreamt a big purple foot was in my bedroom or something like that. And of course I'm 14 and I'm like, ah! <laughs> clearly that's like a look right. thing he wrote for kids i thought it was so funny so i went to him after and i said it's like how do you do that what do you do how do you do it and he's like well come come down to the comedy connection you can do five minutes and i was like wow okay and he let me and i did oh. and that's what happened and then Can i just I kept how old going. you were you were 15 you said i think i was 15 by the time i did it i think it was 14 when I met him I feel like I was going into 15 but I'm not I think so yeah how what did you year prepare is what what year? <laughs> well, yeah okay okay how did I prepare how did I prepare is <laughs> I had the temple for whatever reason also offered um a drama class and I had cool. this teacher who did improv stand up um a bunch of different shit and she helped she basically was like here's you know just get a journal, write down your thoughts right. and then say them. And I was like, okay. And were then you I did. out at this time or no? No, okay. no, no. What kind of no. things? But it was probably pretty about? obvious. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt she was really fooling anyone. Yeah. Nina was never fooling anyone. I mean, yeah, I, me I, neither. I, I never, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, I was no, a no. sporty, you know, dyke dyke. I was dyke. <laughs> so I was served. Dyke. In, yeah. in a way at that time, I feel like, women who were lesbians were it just was that I, in my view and i'm probably wrong about this but i'm coming from a gay guy where it was like being feminine in any way it was just so i was just so ridiculed and just mm. just i mean relentlessly made fun of but women were allowed to wear pants and play sports and be tomboys and i remember even like the most tomboy girls the boys were into them you know, and I just remember, like, I just even if I thought about the color pink, they knew mm. like they just like came <laughs> after, like I was like, ah, oh, you know, I think that's a true double standard across the board. I think men have it in a different, you know, way than any women. You know what I mean? Well, like, but I think if a man doesn't want to fuck you, you know, then you're useless to them. Right. So. I mean, sorry, with all due, but it's like, so that's why they would. And then by the way, they'll fuck a wall. So it's like, <laughs> they'll fuck a wall. And I they think have. I do. <laughs> and, yeah. I mean, to yeah. do <laughs> and I think that yeah. in general homophobia and all of that and all of that stuff you experienced and a lot of boys experience and men experience is all about their own uh, fear of their own. They know how they treat women and they don't want to be treated like that. Mm. And I think that gay men who are effeminate uh represent to them <laughs> that fear which is like, hard to yeah. believe that you were because you don't seem that way now but maybe you were just like a super skinny kid i mean yes I, I i was i'm 165 pounds now i was like 130 my goal. and a one eyebrow <laughs> an adam's apple out to here and just like oh. singing streisand and singing maria <laughs> so Callas you were and so Sarah you were Vaughan. 
just doing you, you and were you did you know that you were gay like, oh I mean I or... knew I mean I I remember like losing my mind at school for Christina Aguilera's red low lights she put in her hair <laughs> like that was my gay dirty, awakening dirty but, I mean I I just I mean I obviously didn't say to people I was gay and I would like I'm not gay but oh just called faggot relentlessly mm, and God. they weren't wrong I mean I just I was, I was a faggot I mean I really Truly was, and I'm proud of it. Now, now I'm proud to have my Barbara Streisand book on my coffee table. Ooh. But, you know, at the time it was like, I remember buying CDs, CDs, and I <laughs> bought Streisand's, the th- she named it the third album, but I also bought Matchbox 20. So that way, when I went up to the register, they thought that yeah. that was for me. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's like what people do at the drugstore when they buy condoms yeah. or something else. They're mm-hmm. like condoms, but I'm really getting ibuprofen or whatever. Yeah. Like just now when I bought champagne at the liquor store and was like, I'll get a couple Red Bulls. It's just <laughs> right. Monday morning. Okay. I'm just getting Red Bull. This is for later. And Viagra and some condoms. Yeah. It's like, what yeah. kind of night is this woman having? These My poor, God. poor checkout people could give two half ounces of a flying fuck about yeah. everyone's neuroses. Yeah, that's true. Like, yeah, I'm that's drunk true. right now. And you're like, well, just so you know. That's not. true. Yeah. And we're all so concerned. So true. So, so true. concerned. It was more for the other people in the store. Like who's True. Those people at the liquor store by her house, they know me. She said, oh, what'd you do different with your hair? Even with the mask. No, it was the other people who were like in construction outfits. Unless I see someone else with like small liquor bottles, I'll be like, okay, I feel comfortable. Yeah, yeah totally. And I'm like, I'm just getting, I just pad it with stuff. Yeah, right. Totally. It's even gayer of us to like put on a little show anyways. Like, oh, they think I'm getting <laughs> like, this. Well, I'll get this and that. <laughs> hey, boys. And yeah. as long as you're here looking. <laughs> are you guys, you guys are both, I don't know if this is up to date, but are you guys both married? I am married. I am not. Okay. Okay. Well, congratulations. Okay. <laughs> to you Thank both. Thank you. Congratulations. Yeah. To you both. Too. <laughs> you both. Are right. you dating, Julie? No, no. It's quarantine. For you. It's yeah, and it's and even if it wasn't, I'm good. Yeah. Are you guys dating? I am. <laughs> How does one date in Corona? Oh, I mean, mm. I'm in a relationship. I because I've been <laughs> traveling or like I I'm in New Orleans right now. I just flew in last night. So he so he I but I'll and I get like tested a bunch and do all try to do in the very like you know whatever I got to say. But uh, he's much more. But he's been great about quarantining and stuff. I've been bopping around more, but. Uh, I haven't left New York. I've been in New York since he hasn't March. left New York. I mean, I think after the quarantine's <laughs> over, I might just continue this lifestyle. Like, yeah. I think this suits me. We were shut-ins before. Oh, I'm a re. We are both re. <laughs> I recharge from being alone. So to me, there were so many aspects of this. And also I have a hard time saying no to things. So this gave me juice to, I mean, now you've got the ultimate no. Yeah, I can't. Quarantine. Can't. I just want to say I love New Orleans. Love. We Me love, too. Love, love, love New Orleans. I love New Orleans. New Orleans is great. I Hopefully think, someday yeah. move there. I think it's the great. best food, maybe it's between New York and New Orleans that has the best food in the country. Oh, I mean, it's it's just such a, it's culturally, it just feels different. You go there and vibes. it's different. The yeah, vibes, so it's European. amazing. I fucking People are so nice. Everybody's always they are welcoming. Having fun. Having, yeah, yeah. But yeah. And the customer service Chicago, and then moving to New York city. I've never had a nice waiter in my entire life. Never. <laughs> I just, they don't exist. And yeah. I just assumed I'm like people in the food service, like, what do you want? Get the fuck out of here. And the first time I went to new Orleans, I sat down, I was at breakfast and the waiter was like, good morning. How are you doing? I'm like, fine. Thanks. Oh, where are you from? Like, why are you talking to me? Like, right. this is a threat. <laughs> like you're threatening me right now. <laughs> I didn't give consent. I'm not. Cons- this isn't consensual. <laughs> Hashtag me too. Uh, Hashtag talk. me too. Stop look, talking to me. Yeah. Well, 
Last time I we love- went to New Orleans, it was amazing. Oh. Yeah. When was when was last time you guys were here? It's a couple of years. Last ago. year. Oh, uh, was it last January? Oh, I guess you're right. Wow. So, yeah, it was so great. It was just we love it. Love, oh, love, love. I, I want to move there. I really do. Yeah. Julie like constantly talks about like the humidity, and then when we go, she'll be like, <laughs> I can do it. The and humidity is not that bad because I was here for a little bit. It's My girl, bad, Emma. You it's, have straight it's, hair. It's, exactly. Emma, I have curly hair too. I she have has curly Mediterranean hair. curly, 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 curly hair. I blow dry and straighten it and hairspray with an inch of its I life. guess I just don't <laughs> mind the humidity that I like dry oh, heat. It's all about, we, we look like, like insane people with strange. Yeah. Our hair. I look like beyond. a mad, We're sweating. Yeah. yeah our hair is I'm like you, Mate- I have like curly. I, my hair grows out. Yes. My hair, mm. it's, the direction is boundless. I yes. literally, I'm like my Italian aunt. I, I've ne- I, one, if you grew up Italian, you've never seen one of your aunts or your mother with wet hair in public ever. I've never mm. seen them put their head underwater. Never. An Italian, Italian. Will never put her hair. <laughs> and I've turned into the that? same person. I I've turned into oh, the exact don't. same person. I wore my hair wet to the dentist during quarantine because <laughs> I will never. I'm like, God, but everything just went out the window during quarantine for me, I was like, I just, cause I had to finally get to the dentist because my dentist was closed for so long. And I was like, fine. I was taking it personally and mentioning mm-hmm. it every podcast. And people were like, we get it. Okay. <laughs> Dentists are quarantining too. And I'm like, what the fuck? It's an essential service. So I went and because I was like running late and I went and my lady that cleans my teeth or whatever, the hygienist was like, again, it was like, is your hair wet? I'm like, no, <laughs> no, just it's that? crispy. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I, and the one time I tried to do it, like, maybe no one will notice. Maybe no one will comment. Maybe it's normal. Maybe it smells good when it's wet and weird and frizzy and long. I've tried to, uh, during quarantine, I've tried to, um, I liked, I want, I want my hair to be able to slick back like, like, uh, (laughs) like Gavin, like a Gavin. Yeah. I want to do that scumbag, um, car salesman. No, different. Maybe you could probably get a real slick and do it. Yeah, you might. You could. My hair is very thin. If you just put it back all the way, yeah. Yeah, all the way. Yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. All, all the way, it. and it just has yeah. to. And then you have to like put some pomade in it or whatever. Oh, oh God! <laughs> oh no! I my want God. it all slicked back, and then I want to go out and just be like, "What?" And just, <laughs> just try it. I'll try it too one time. <laughs> but my girlfriend is a hairdresser. She's a makeup artist, and she did my hair like that once, and I was like, "You can't do this." I look two together. It, I was like, my material, it, if you want to call it that, is all about me being a mess. So if you have me looking real slick, it doesn't, it's incongruent. Mm-hmm. So I was yeah. like, you can't make me look like I got my shit together because then it's all fucked up. And That's she didn't my problem it. with Joel McHale, by the way. I agree with you a thousand percent. Joel McHale, I'm like, is he a lightweight hot? Where am I at on that? And he is lightweight he's, hot. And then he's First showing up with his hair perfectly. Julie's like mad at him for his hair. He's got, she's like, someone's cutting his hair amazing. Yeah, no one's cutting my hair like that. Yeah. I just want to say about Joel McHale, whoever did his hair plugs, I need to know. Oh, because my hair is starting to thin. Whoever. How do you know he has hair plugs? Because his hair has been sliding up and down for years. Yeah. Now his hairline starts there. I mean, he looks like Mufasa. I need to know. I want to know too, if you find out. Yeah, I'll get my shit plugged. I didn't even know it was plugs. Yeah. And it looks great. He acts like he's not that kind of guy. That's the thing. And anytime he, any, in any of his, you know, fucking mass singer appearances or whatever the fuck he does. <laughs> we love the mass singer. He's acting you guys like he's, he's, I don't. he doesn't care. I know. Don't please don't. <laughs> just don't even get involved. Well, one, it's so tragic. Patty LaBelle was the mass singer. You could not think of a more iconic voice. Just yeah. 
It's like Patty LaBelle. I mean, it's oh, like, and, they're, what are we doing and they're like this. Okay, I think it's definitely a, a legend. Yeah, this I don't voice know. is so familiar. I'm just, oh, I'm just I'm not God, sure. I'm gonna try Kelly Rowland from yeah, Destiny's that, Red. Yeah. Is it the progressive lady? <laughs> Flo? Flo. Maybe it's Flo. That's gonna be the next guest. Somebody that they're gonna copy I'm that. Surprised she hasn't even been I mean, on yet. Surprised she probably will be on it. She's got well, so much money. He so doesn't funny. act like he's that type of guy, but he is. Mm. He he he's clearly obsessed with his looks. Mm-hmm. You know, so I just I googled it. His hair looks amazing. His hair looks amazing. amazing. Yeah, it looks so amazing. You're right. You're right. Your hair I'm looks great. Look. You've got a full head of hair. Yeah, no, but both I'm just y'all. saying. I'm just saying. You, you want more hair? Your guys, is, no. She doesn't care about plugs. I do. I mm. would love. I'll get my ball. I need my, my forehead to come down. You could touch <laughs> yeah, no. too. I'm just putting it all forward for you. <laughs> Believe me, it's they, all really, you know, you know this is a, my hair. Michelangelo would blush at. I mean, this is a sculpture. Okay. <laughs> I, oh yes. Oh yes. Da Vinci could never um, look. I, I have to say we've been going on for over an, about an hour. So oh my we're gonna, God, we're just, okay. we're going to wrap this up. Yeah, um, y'all. Well, can, yes. You guys. Yeah, have to thank you guys. So please, because this is his, you guys are hysterical. It was so much fun. Thank you for yeah. having us. Of course. Uh, your, your listeners are going to be like, what a couple of fucking asshole. <laughs> no, they're going to trust. Oh, they're going to no. love. They're going to love. Trust us. Okay, Wait till we talk about politics. <laughs> yeah, this is a safe space for it. <laughs> can you guys tell us where we can find you and all the wonderful info? Okay. We have a podcast that's free called Dumb Gay Politics. It's um, politics for people who don't follow politics. Hmm. So if you love Bravo and you, you know, just don't really want to pay attention or you just, you know, we break it down. We constantly explain like the three branches of government. (laughs) Oh my God. I need to hear about that. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I always forget about that. It's it's so hard. It's so confusing. Yeah. Yeah. So we, that's what we do. I, it's called dumb gay politics because I didn't know shit and Julie did and wanted to do a po- political podcast. I'm like, oh, I can't like, talk about TV. Let's talk about drag race. <laughs> but now she knows the most and I'm trying to catch up. But definitely for people who, especially when people feel like I don't know anything and oh, I can't even talk about it because right. I don't know anything. And it's like, no, you can't talk about it because you're alive. So everybody's allowed to talk about their fucking rights. That's right. Mm-hmm. I don't even care if they just want to be like, he looks old. I don't want to vote for him. Fine. Whatever. Your yeah. instincts are your instincts. Yeah. Whatever. I wish that was the sentiment for Mitch McConnell. Unfortunately, uh, it was still voted in. Well, mm. wow. We'll I know. That. Believe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then on Twitter, I'm at the Brandy Howard. Oh, we also have a Patreon podcast for anyone who loves throwing their money away. <laughs> um, and those are those are not political. We talk a lot about Julie's IBS. I have uh, that too. And all the time. <laughs> well, I yeah. have IBS too, but something changed and I don't, I haven't had it since one thing happened. What? It made what? it all go away. And I had it bad. I, I pooped my pants, like tons of, it was a mess. What is, what? I'll tell you. And it's something I, you can't do if you don't need it. What? I went on Accutane, fucking boom, no more IBS. How oh, crazy it dried is it? up your intestines. Really? It must've just done it, dried you up a it's little bit. It's supposed to inflame it, but it didn't. Wow, interesting. Yeah, I looked all into it. My doctor, the most (laughs) hardcore of all, Accutane, like, I need something for my IBS. It really flipped it. So I don't know what's up. I would really miss walking in her bathroom and seeing (laughs) shit on the bath mat or having her throw a towel out when we're at a hotel and be like, why is that? Why'd you throw that towel out there? No it reason. Had, it had shit on it. I go, and then we see the lady come by in Tokyo and I'm like, she's picking up your fucking shit towel. 
Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, there's really no, there's just no getting so around. So we have it. a Patreon <laughs> podcast, <laughs> patreoncom slash politics If you want to hear, we do two hour, two separate hour podcasts a week on Patreon. Not po- not politics, yeah. just whatever. Yeah, whatever. And at, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at the Brandy Howard. I'm at Mr. Julie Goldman, and that's it. Here you go. Awesome. All right. Well, for Emma and I, we also have a Patreon, Inside the Closet, and please follow us at Inside the Closet on our Instagram, and like, subscribe, and all that jazz. All right, thanks, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank Thank you. A podcast network.